welcome to another episode of Weirdo Magnet. This is Kelly, and I'm here with Carlene. Say hi, Carlene. Hey, everybody. Um, so if anyone who doesn't know, Carlene is a friend of mine from college, and she's spending the weekend here, and we thought it'd be fun to do a podcast together. So we hope you enjoy it. everybody we're back welcome to weirdo magnet today since carlene and i met in college uh we thought it'd be fun to talk about i don't know college in general and we'll see where that goes from here because we're kind of old wouldn't you say carlene well i was just gonna say um cheers to 25 years of friendship cal 1994 september big rapids michigan (laughs) let's not call it out so specific carlene i don't (laughs) know Exact. Yes. Anyway, so we went to college a while back, <clears throat> and uh, we went to Ferris, and we—that's where we met in um, our what junior year. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Carlene and I were both in the advertising program, so we were in uh, copywriting class. Was the first class? <laughs> no, our first class together was information technology, which is sounds exciting. No, it wasn't exciting. It was that. How to work a computer. I have a very vague memory of that. Are you sure I was in your class? You sat way, way behind me. (laughs) Oh. And didn't really pay attention. (laughs) Obviously. Okay, so yeah, Carlene and I were both um, ad majors in the College of Business. Ferris is one of those schools where um, advertising is in the College of Business rather than in the, um, I guess, the arts. Communication arts. Yep. So, um yeah, I don't know. I, I don't even know where to start. I guess let's give them a, a general. You're better at geography. Why don't you give them a little lowdown of the whole Ferris vibe and Big Rapids in general? Oh, sure, Cal. Well, <laughs> talk about the terrain. Go ahead, Carlene. Well, I think it's really funny because, you know, back a few years ago, you really didn't do a lot of college visiting. So you kind of found the college you wanted to go to and then the program. And then it was kind of a big surprise when you got there to see – what the town and campus really looked like. That's true because um, my mom, we've talked about this, but Carlene and I both grew up with, let's just say, not a lot of money. So there wasn't a lot of, oh, honey, this weekend we're going to drive to XYZ school because my mom, that just wasn't a thing. And um, so I had visited Berea, Kentucky, (laughs) (laughs) uh, which was a very beautiful campus, but it was not what I wanted when I got there. I went there for the weekend, and there was a couple strikes. A, it was in the middle of a dry county. I don't know any college student alive <laughs> that wants to go to college in a dry county. So there was that problem. Nope. And then secondly, it was super religious, and I'm not. And the guy giving the tour, he was like, oh, you can't, like, you can even have a guy in your dorm, which, as it turns out, wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> I wasn't getting any action in college anyways. Except for senior year, I had a boyfriend. We're going to have to give him a pseudonym. Not that he's going to listen. <laughs> but anyways, um, so yeah, to your point, there was no college tour anything. No. So my mom, I don't know, I got into Ferris, and then she said, we'll see if you can, af- we can afford it. <laughs> Waited a little while, and then cha-ching, she came home from work and said, oh, I can do it. You can go, and I was so happy. Um, but that was the gist of it. I never had been to Big Rapids before the day I moved in. Right. And I took the orientation, but it was like 
in the middle of summer. Oh, I did that too. And it was just a lot, but I guess I didn't know any better. Yeah, it was kind of a weird experience because I felt really overwhelmed. I don't remember. I guess my mom, I think it was an overnight, right? You yeah. stayed in the dorm yeah. and then you like toured school. I did do that. But I think that was after I knew I was going to go. Right. You had to Obviously. pay all your money ahead. Yeah. Right. Because you were going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what else is happening, but you're going to college in the fall. Um, so, and then Big Rapids was pretty, not a lot was going on. I remember a friend came to visit and they said, um, what's there to do? And I'm like, there's a Dairy Queen <laughs> and there's a Walmart. And, uh. Yeah, the town itself is pretty small, and they weren't real fond of college students at all. No. And, um, uh, yeah, we bonded over this. Like, I didn't have a car. Freshman year, freshmen couldn't have a car, and I lived in the dorm. So um, there was this thing called Dollar Arise. <laughs> we just, did find yeah. over the Dollar Arise. So Dollar Arise is... To fill in the blank for people, it's really not that crazy. You pay a dollar and this random shuttle bus would pick you up, like, from stores. So, like, because Big Rapids did have, like, a JCPenney and they had Walmart. Did they? They did have a JCPenney, downtown Big Rapids. Because I got a JCPenney credit card. (laughs) That's what Kelly needed. Yeah, that I couldn't afford. Anyways, um, so the dollar ride, it would... For a dollar, they would just drive you anywhere, which was great if you didn't have a car, because I didn't have a lot of friends in the dorm. Well, then it was like a dollar, but it was like, you better have all the time in the world, because they were never on time. Right, and it was like a three-hour commitment. Like, how (laughs) bad do you want to go to Walmart? Because it's a whole day thing. Yes. So, I used to, um, I lived in Clark Hall the first year. Where did you live? I lived in way on the south side, McNerney. Okay. And, yeah, I later found out, my dorm was co-ed, but... Only, like, like um, one side of the dorm was boys. The other side was girls, I guess. They yeah. were, like, intermingled. But then I found out, like, you don't know what's the quote-unquote cool dorm either until you're there. And someone's like, oh, that's, like, the church dorm. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I was apparently in a lame dorm for, for the from the beginning. Um, but it was centrally located to classes. So I guess that was good. Well, I'm, I was really jealous knowing this now because on the south side... Uh, yeah, so that's where Carlene and I both lived, but we're going to fast forward a little bit because I'm sure people really don't care, um, to where we actually met, which was copywriting class when we were juniors. Okay, everybody, we're back in class. <laughs> Carlene and I have decided to get an alcoholic beverage, so maybe we'll be funnier, at least to each other. We Cheers. think we're funny. Cheers. So anyhow, yes, we met in copywriting class, and um, I okay. So Carlene, all I remember the first day of class, there was this boy, man, young man, whatever. <laughs> this guy I had a crush on. He was really cute, and he was sitting in. Um, they were like long tables, and he was sitting there, and I desperately wanted to sit next to him because I had met him just that morning, like walking to class. And I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, my God, it's finally happening. I'm going to meet someone. And he was so cute. <laughs> and uh, so we get to class, and then he just happened to sit down. And then this Carlene swoops in and sits next to him. And I was like, who's that blonde bitch sitting in my next to my crush? Uh, and so turns out it was Carlene. So instead of sitting next to the cute man, I sat next to Carlene, which um, turned out to be one of life's Biggest blessings in disguise at the time. 
Um, Carlene, you want to interject here? Absolutely. Well, this kind of funny because it's like the she said, she said. Ooh. Like, I just sat down because, of course, you're just trying to find a good seat that's not in the front of the class. <laughs> and then I sit next to this pretty short guy. You know, he just seemed very, like, non-threatening. <laughs> And, you know, not a big jock. So it was just one of those things. And, um, you know, he seemed nice enough. So I just sat down. And then this girl sat next to me, which is Kelly. And who knew how much she hated my guts that first day of class? (laughs) So who knew? And I was, um, it was fun. We just, she was a new friend. And um, it didn't start out that way. I will say, (sighs) I didn't actively dislike Carlene, but. I was talking with her because I'm generally, um, I'm kind of a shy person and so is Carlene, but I was kind of, you know, trying to be out there and make friends. Right. So I did strike up a conversation and then Carlene proceeds to tell me about how, oh, last weekend I went and went with my boyfriend and blah, blah, blah. And I I was like, bitch, again, for the second time because I was like immediately jealous because she already had a boyfriend and she's sitting next to the boy I want to sit next to like give someone else a chance Carlene uh so that's um so fate intervened though and we became friends instead of me and this guy riding off in the sunset Yep, and I didn't date that guy very much longer, so... Yeah, he turned out to be a jerk. Right, and um, yeah, I'm glad I got you as a friend out of that class, so... Yeah, and so we... um, Ferris was interesting because although we were ad majors, they didn't really... We basically, everybody got a broad education about advertising, so we all took one copywriting class, one media class, one campaigns class um what was that one with that scary teacher that everybody was afraid of oh policy policy and that was terrifying and that's we don't even need to get into that because that's (laughs) the minutia of college that's here nor there um but anyway so we only had the one copywriting class and um i actually turned out to i did become a copywriter and carlene did a different thing in marketing but uh well, it is pretty funny because you think of all the people, we would get the assignment, of course, and, you know, okay, kind of go off and be creative, and you could turn something in that you just thought was incredible, and then the teacher, it would basically be a piece of shit to him, and he would call it out in class. Yeah, I could never get above a C, Right. I feel, and then other people would do, quote-unquote, they would get an A, and I thought, how am I going to ever be a writer? I can't even get a good grade in a pretend writing class. <laughs> I'm not even writing real ads. Um, But I guess that's one of the things about college. The other thing that was really surprising to me was that coming from high school where everybody's super loud and disruptive, college was quiet, which I really enjoyed because I was a pretty studious kid. And all through high school, I would try to learn and study, and I couldn't ever concentrate because there was always some bastard in the back of the class being a jerk and making noise and all this stuff. And then the teachers were always... um, distracted by the kids the bad kids yeah so it was kind of refreshing at least college wise because we were all paying a lot of money to sit there well right well I appreciated not having to sit in class from like eight to four every day I thought that that first year of school it was Uh like oh my gosh I only have to go to school for 12 hours a week yeah the freedom of that was pretty amazing and then everything about Okay, um, yeah, we had a little technical difficulty, so I, 
basically where we left off. Carlene was about to tell us about your roommates. Yeah, it was pretty hit or miss those several years. I guess my first year, um, my suite mate was the RA, and that's not a good thing because that's, like, not a lot of fun. Do people know what an RA is, right? I would hope so. It's that resident assistant, so kind of like the worker bee, I feel like, or the monitor for the hall. Kind of like the facilitator of the hall. Yeah. The hall monitor, if you will. Yeah. The killjoy that you don't want knocking on the door at (laughs) 2 in the morning. Keep it down! Right. Pre-cop. Yeah. (laughs) Dorm cop. Yes. Um, And then I wisened up. As I mentioned earlier, I was on the south side. I moved up to Vandercook, which was on the north side of campus, the second year. And um, the between the end of our first year up at Ferris, there was those riots and like the whole oh, campus went yeah, I remember. crazy. I was at I was at home, like I was at my dorm and there's a couple guys from my high school that I went to or from my high school that went to Ferris. Yeah. One of them, his name was Ricardo. Hey Ricardo, shout out. You probably don't <laughs> listen to this. But anyways, Ricardo Ricardo called me because like um I'm just going to be honest here. My first, my freshman year was very lonely. I didn't have friends and I, so I would spend a lot of like Friday nights like in the dorm by myself, like studying right. or like wandering around. Cause I really, I hadn't made friends yet. And then in retrospect, the one friend I had was really depressed <laughs> <laughs> and she would never leave her room because her boyfriend might call and I was, oh, you know, Lord. and I'm like. So anyways, I was at home when all these riots were happening, and Ricardo called me and said, oh my god, Kelly, are you okay? Because I guess he was wanting to check on me or whatever, and I was like, oh, I'm home, and he's like, you're missing out on all this cool stuff, Um, because they had set a couch on fire, and this was before, I mean, college rioting, like, became a thing later, but, like, we were on national news for rioting. It wasn't our best moment. It was awful. People were, like, just destroying things all over campus. And I was in my dorm, and it was so loud. There was, like, it wasn't just a party. It was, like, like fearing for your life kind of a thing. And right. maybe it was a little irrational, but it was scary. Do you remember what set it off? Was it a game that we lost? or Because I don't remember the... I honestly think it was something racial I think it it, okay because it was it would have been 92 93 and that's when the riots in LA I think so could have been because I remember there was that um off-campus apartments they were like cedar something down on uh Grand River in Lansing like where a bunch of the older MSU students live yeah and I feel like the riot started over there Oh. Or they were always having trouble there. Yeah. Like, it was a very um, active apartment complex. Right. But I just remember, like, the next day we were on CNN. Right. Which is pretty scary. So then I went, uh, my second year, I'm like, okay, fool me once. I'm going to go be at the dry dorm, which isn't a lot of fun either. And I guess I didn't know what to expect. I just wanted to be able to go to bed at night and not be scared scared and distracted. Um and then my third year, I went back to Vandercook and had the worst roommate. It was just awful. She was an awful person um, and just would bring guys in the room, out of the room, um, was such a messy, disgusting person. To play Scrabble? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to... So, Carlene, you mentioned the dry dorm, so this is a good segue to the first time you got drunk at college. I, myself, took you to a party. Carlene, let's say, grew up in a 
sheltered home. <laughs> and so she never drank, and she... I don't know that she was opposed, but you kept saying, it's illegal, I'm not 21. Like, when she was drunk, she just kept shouting how she wasn't 21. I think you were 20. I was 20, but I must say I had older parents, and I don't know. My my dad, my mom had passed away at that point, but my dad just knew who I was with, where I was at. Like, there just wasn't any... Getting away with anything. Yeah. Yeah, so I... I, (laughs) Thanks, Kyle. (laughs) Bad influence or good influence, you take it either way. But I convinced Carlene we need to go to this party. This is... By this time, junior year, I was living off campus with friend Tanya and some other people. And so I had, by this point, had friends like, yay, everybody, I got a couple friends. And (laughs) there was a party because I was never in the sorority. I feel like it was a sorority or fraternity party because I like to go to those parties, but I did not want to be in a sorority or a fraternity. It was a fraternity party. I forget which one, though, because it was downtown. Okay. I just remember walking there. And at that point, I think we pre-drank at my house because I had you drink at my house because it's cheaper. Every college student's whole goal is how, how much can I drink for cheap? That's a good tip. It is. The cheaper drink at home kids before you go out. Don't get blackout drunk at the party and don't lose control of yourself. And walk to and from. With a friend. <laughs> don't be alone. Yes. <laughs> there are still rapey people out there, so watch yourselves. But anyways, we walked to the party from my yep. house. It was like a couple blocks away. And then you I gave you more drinks when we got to the party. Not that I was like pouring them down your throat, but I gave you some more alcohol at the party. You you had some more alcohol. But it's funny though, Kelly, because I will I'm like and I'm using the my little quote marks, like I'm a drinker, so if I have a pop, I will just drink it down. If I have a water, I will just drink it down. Well, gosh, I can do that with beer as well. Yeah. So, yeah, Carlene got real drunk, and then we were coming home, and she started screaming, but I'm not 21, I'm illegal, I'm illegal, and I had to keep reassuring her that it was okay, it was college, we were all doing it. Um, So, yeah, that was the first pretty social outing I remember going with with, uh, you and I together. Yeah, yeah, and it was one of those moments of just, like, okay, now, I don't know, it just felt fun, and... It was just a good time. Yeah, and I don't know. Like, obviously, by that point, we were friendly enough to, like, um, go to the party together. So, I don't know. Trying to make a friend is kind of like trying to date. Like, oh, do they like me? I hope we get along. Like, is this person going to flake out? But um, as different as we are, I think we're cut from a similar cloth. And we wouldn't, I don't know, neither one of us would be like, I met this guy. I'm just going to leave you here. Is that okay? Like, I would never do that to my friend. If I did meet a guy, I would make my friend and the guy come. Remember, I think I've met a, yeah, well, you know, Kyle, I don't know. It's a little blurry, but I, re- I would always be finding the weird dude in the corner, and then you would pull me aside, Kelly, that guy's a little weird. Come over here. Like, you would just, somebody would steer me away, because the more I drink, I get a little more social, and I just wander around, start talking to people. I didn't really ever, like, lose control of myself, but I definitely was, like, a little fuzzy on the... Oh, are you a good person? Is that cool? But nothing, you know, it, I don't know. It was hard to explain, but it was a more innocent time. I would say, like, I think. Because I always felt safe. I felt safe. I think, you know, it was just a lot of dancing, a lot of drinking, and a lot of having fun. Like, it wasn't like the things that you think about now with, like, 
heavy drugs, like, or any drugs, like... I don't remember any drugs. Maybe pot, but I wasn't smoking it. Yeah. I wasn't into it. Still not. Yeah. Really. Yeah. But it just seems like a simpler time. (laughs) It really was. Like, this, nobody had a cell phone. Right. We're really dating ourselves, but nobody had a cell phone. (laughs) Right. So, you had to do the old school, like, you and your roommate would leave a cute, like, joint message on your answering machine... Hey, uh, and by the way, which is kind of funny, you and I never lived together. We didn't at all. And I think it's because, I don't know, we just always had other roommates to live with the next year. Yeah. And um, maybe that maybe that's why we're still friends 25 years later. <laughs> Should we do something about a weirdo now? Okay, we're back. Um, so Carly and I have been chatting off offline here, and we've realized that because we've been friends so long, we can really talk about this for four hours, and we know nobody cares that long. Right. So we're just going to, we thought it'd be a good way to kind of wound down the podcast today, just talk about the myths that we've all heard about college and how that worked out for us. For example, um, your parents will visit every weekend. Um, Not true. (laughs) My mom... Um, now let's be clear. I, I had a loving family, yes, but yes. my mom worked and she didn't have time to come up and visit me. She did come every year, once a year oh. to visit me at school. Um, in fact, the first time she came to visit, um, well, she must have come when I was in the dorm, but the first time specifically, I remember her coming to visit was the first year I lived off campus, the year I met you. Do you remember that apartment? Like at the, we had no bathroom. Oh, it was like no, that was so sad. No living room. It was just like the hallway. Yes. So my mom and uh, it was right across the street from the county jail. (laughs) And my mom, the first time she came to visit there, she started crying and she said, you live here? Like that is not the response that you want your parent to have and nor do you want to visit. I mean, in retrospect, it was quite a shithole. Everywhere in um, Big Rapids was um, Monopoly, like owned by this management company. What was her name, Carlene? Soup. Sue Glantz? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, let's just call her out. <laughs> she was, like, lying to kids. Lord. She was, and she was lying to kids, because I remember... Because I was 18 years old. I don't know what a lease is. I don't understand any of this stuff, and I... Of course, you know, your parents want to help you, so my mom's like, let me look it over for you and make sure it's okay. So I tell the, the realtor company I want, you know, can I have a copy? No, you can't leave with that. Like, in retrospect, that's insane. Someone's going to rent an apartment, but you're not going to let them have a copy of the lease to read over before they rent it? Right. That doesn't even make sense. Um, I I think another myth is that your family and your parents are going to send you money, so you'll never worry about money because your your main focus is studying. (laughs) Yes, that's true. I, I was never... I remember one time getting a letter, and I was super excited because there was a check in there, and it was like 20 bucks or whatever, and it was a letter, too, and I was so happy, and then as I read, the letter says, can you take this $20 and buy me some curtains and bring bring them home at Thanksgiving? Like, damn it, and if there was any change, I could have some. You best believe I tried to buy the cheapest curtains I could find, so I could have like $5. Oh my gosh. Um, I must say I did get some money from my grandmas, both yeah. grandmas, and then I once cried because I got an actual care package because, like, of course, in the movies, oh, you get a care package and you get every week. letters every week. So I did get that, but it is kind of a myth that your main focus is school. 
Right. It might be for some kids. Yeah, that's it wasn't, true. It wasn't for me. Nor and I mean, And, again, I'm not bashing. I wouldn't change my experience. But, I yeah, I was not having that experience. Although I will say, when my mom and my godmother, for some reason she was there too, dropped me off at college, she... Uh, my godmother gave me a care package to take with me into the dorm. So it was, like, full of, like, snack food. Nice. And laundry so I could get a head start on that freshman 15. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a true one. You gain weight. True. Right. Very true. Because, you know, you're working all kinds of weird hours. You're up all night. All that stuff. And, yeah, the food offered, as I recall, wasn't super healthy. Well, and that's where my love of Diet Coke came from, because you could have Diet Coke at breakfast, lunch, or dinner. Like, right, and that's where my love, well, actually, I haven't had it in a long time, soft serve ice cream. That machine oh. was running 24-7 <laughs> at Rankin Center. It was like, oh, twist coat? I think I will. It's 8.30 in the morning. Oh, you know, because I couldn't eat eggs. Uh, still can't. Um, so I think another myth is that you're going to meet the love of your life (laughs) at college. Yeah. I think it's true for some people. Again, true. But but for me, I have never been so disgusted by guys basically rubbing on me to dance with me. Yeah. There was bars. Yeah. There was a lot of that. There was a lot of groping and grabbing and just even grabbing you and just kissing you. Yeah. And you didn't invite that. Right. So this was... Pre me too, and it never got really bad. But that was just that culture at that time. Men were pretty aggressive. I will agree with that, especially when they were drinking, because not normally. Right. But we were also in a lot of times. And I must say, Kelly, I do have a penchant for Big Rapids boys. Sadly, um, I did date one for a while, and. Um, I think I just enjoyed hanging out with his family <laughs> at a normal house versus the dorm. Um, and he was nice, too. But um, And then I dated another Big Rapids boy. And um, I don't know what my thinking was. And we did have friends that dated townies. Um, so that was kind of funny. I guess we were just all looking for those um, home-cooked meals or something. <laughs> um, I think another myth, Kelly, is the... When you're in college, you're going to go on spring break to (laughs) Mexico or wherever. Where did you go on spring break, Kelly? Well, let's see, Carlene. Oh, yes, I remember this. My junior year, I went on spring break at the coffee house in Big Rapids. I remember seeing you there the day after (laughs) all the other people left for spring break in Cancun or wherever they went to because... um, they used to really market to college students. Remember, they'd be like, oh, this cheap package that you can pay off in, like, 80 installments. So it was, like, $42 a month. It could have been $10,000 a month. I didn't have that kind of money to I had no that. money. And in sidebar, um, I, I got a thought. I was hungry one day. You know, I'm you're just poor at college. And there was uh, – I was walking through the quad, and there was – this guy like wanting people to sign up for a credit card, and I thought, and he had a giant Hershey bar, and I was like, I want that candy bar. I did not want the credit card, but I really wanted that candy bar, and I thought, well, I don't, need, I like, I make like twelve dollars a week. There's no way he's gonna give me a credit card, but I will take that damn Hershey bar, right? So I fill out the application, I get my Hershey bar. Month later, boom, there comes a credit card in the mail. With a $1,000 limit. Oh, my gosh. So I did what any college student would do. I racked that shit up. But I will say in my defense, I was buying books and food and probably some irresponsible spending. But I I was really just using it to live. Yeah. Because I really didn't have enough money. I'm, um, 
I remember one time, this was back in the day when you could withdraw $10 at a time at the ATM. And I went to get $10 out of the ATM and I had insufficient funds. Aww. So I had to drive to the bank to withdraw $8. Oh, come. And the lady at the bank was like, well, honey, that's going to empty your account. I'm like, you don't understand. I'm hungry. I need to go buy some raisin bread. So she was like, okay. So yeah, I withdrew $8 because that's okay. what I had. Um, yeah, everybody, I'm not saying like we were starving to death, but it was lean sometimes. And humbling. It was humbling, and it made you really appreciate, like, because my mom, at least she splurged for the unlimited dorm food package thing, but on Sundays, the dorm closed at 2. Okay. So they didn't, so, like, Sunday nights, I most of the time ate microwave popcorn. Oh, my gosh. Because there was no food in the, you know, there's nothing to eat. Yeah. Um, When I'm saying all this, you'd think I would be 80 pounds, (laughs) (laughs) but I wasn't, um... Well, I think just to close it out, our last myth, and I would call it a fact, like you really can meet friends that will be your friends for a lifetime. And Kelly, just to kind of close us out, just cheers. We do have our champagne. Um, Cheers to 25 years of friendship. You're going to make me cry. (laughs) And yes, and uh, that is true. Uh, The whole finding love my life didn't happen, but I guess it depends how you define it. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody. enjoyed this episode of Weirdo Magnet. Um, I forgot to mention that, again, the music today is from my friend Jimmy Ohio, and the song you heard at the intro and the exit is called Get Free. And if you're interested in any more of Jimmy's music, you can find him online, jimmyohio.com. Um, he was also in a band, is in a band, Jimmy Ohio and the Ultimate Lovers. And uh, if you ever get a chance, you should check him out live because he's pretty cool. Okay, till next time.